it's Christy from Two Girls, One Brew, and we're out at Sanford Brewing, and we're interviewing Missy. And how do I say your last name? Bedio. Bedio. So I get so many variations of like Bedio, Bedio. Uh, I just think three letters, B-D-O. Ah. Yeah, Bedio. (laughs) So you have been a home brewer for how long? Uh, June 3rd will be my third year. Wow. Yeah, coming up on my three-year anniversary. Wow. And do you have a total tally of all the competitions you've entered? Not a total tally of all the competitions, but every Florida competition that opens up, I enter. Um, I think there's nine during a normal circuit season. Um, and then I've entered some out-of-state competitions, and, and I've entered national homebrew competitions awesome, as awesome. well every year. So, three years. What was your first homebrew? My first homebrew was a dark mild. And the reason I chose a dark mild was I visited England a couple years before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a style that just resonated with me when I had it over there. Like, I just kept drinking dark milds. Mm-hmm. And then coming back to the States, I never find a dark mild at any brewery. Like, it's a really rare bear. And then even going into, like, say, a total wine, you don't find many dark milds. So I'm like, I'm going to brew me dark mild. That's all I'm going to brew. And how did it turn out? Infected. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I ended up infected my very first beer um, I got into that habit of like opening up the carboy and looking in and breathing all into it and getting inside and be like oh, look at my beer and talking over it yeah got, got some nice pelicil powery pel- sale no we're good Okay. Some nice pellet pelicasil. I can't say the word, but it had some pretty nice growth to it. Um, had to throw that carboy away, but when I rebrewed the second brew I did was dark mild. So yeah, that's my my style, my first style I brewed. Now is that something you've kept with, or have you just done all the styles you can? Uh, I've kept with it. I've tried to incorporate other styles as well, but uh, dark mild is my my go-to. Um, it's the one that I brew. It's my most medal-winning style. As and well. speaking of medals, you you have a very impressive record. <laughs> Thank you. So so how many golds? Uh, I probably have seven golds, eight golds. Um, I've got a gold best of show. I've got two silver best of shows. Um, but yeah, it's. And for those of you who do not know the beer competition world, this is the best in everything. And how many, like, how many styles get submitted to a competition? There's, there's bunches. Oh, every every style that there. I think there's a total of 34 main categories, like porter, stout, and then they'll be broken down into like a dark mild, an English porter, an American mm-hmm. porter. Um, most competitions run anywhere from like 225 to 400 uh, beer entries. So yeah, if you get a best. Of show out of that. That is incredibly impressive. It is. So, but it shows that your passion for it, because I mean, you, <laughs> you, you put your passion into your beer, you can't help but come into, like, it's good that somebody recognizes that it is the best. Yeah. No, it was, it's surprising. Every time I get a medal, I'm very excited and happy and surprised that I get a medal. <laughs> now, if you were stuck on a desert island, but you knew that it, the plane was eventually going to come and get you off. So, uh, what beer would you have in the cooler on the desert island? What is the beer that you could stay with, either style or brand, or you know, brewery? Ooh, which a- which beer would you be stuck on that desert island with? So I would have to say uh, a Hefeweizen or Hefeweizen mm-hmm. um, Wise beer. Um, 
just stuck on a desert island kind of thing with the sun and the heat like that to me that's one of the most drinkable um, styles that I, I really enjoy um, I do like the darker beers as well so I do enjoy a great porter um, mm -hmm. American or English or even stouts um, I don't know if I could drink <laughs> all, the, all those all the time on a desert island but I could definitely do some heffies all the time on a desert island so now, what what kind of flavors do you like to go with? Like any like adjuncts or anything like that that you like to add? Yes, so I love doing fruit beers too. Okay. And my favorite ingredient to add to a fruit beer is passion fruit. Haha! <laughs> passion fruit is my favorite too! <laughs> passion fruit, I mean, it just goes so well in so many different styles uh -huh. too. It just, you know, you can bring out the real, the tartness of it or you can make it more sweet just depending on what style you do. But I love using passion fruit. In, in, in any kind of beer. Um, I also like chalaca. So that's um, a liquefied cocoa nib. Oh, nice. So instead of people getting those cocoa nibs where you have to toast them in an oven or soak them in vodka, uh -huh. um, it's liquefied, so you just literally pour it in. Um, a lot of big breweries tend to use chalaca over going with the traditional cocoa nibs. Um, I, I really enjoy chalaca, too. Now, are there some unique flavors that you've been wanting to take a chance on? Oh man, uh, I've had a, a prickly pear cactus uh, wit beer um, one of my friends had made and I want to try prickly pear cactus. Um, don't know where to get it, <laughs> I gotta talk to him, but that would be one that I would definitely want to want to try. Something unique that I have used before was um, Satan's Blood, which is... <laughs> I'd have a look. Uh, it's a, a chili extract, and it's 800,000 Scovilles. So you literally do, like, you know, one or two toothpick drops yeah. in, like, a five-gallon batch, and that brings enough heat for it. But um, Now, is it the kind of heat that is, like, like some of the other, like, pepper kind of beers that I've had, that, it like, you have the full initial taste. You might taste a little bit of the outside. Uh, like, you might just taste the heat on the intake. Like after you've drank, after you've had it in your mouth and you've swallowed it, and then you take one big breath and you feel it. Yeah, is it that kind of thing? No, this is a, a slow buildup. So it hits your lips first, and you start feeling a little tingle on your lips. Then you start to get a little tingle on the tongue, and then it starts going down your throat. And it's it literally is a slow crawl all the way through, and oh. then it's a good ten minute last of the the heat. Oh, and depending man. on like how many drops you put, like one time I did seven drops in a three gallon batch. So I Went way overboard, way overboard. Uh, couldn't finish like more than four sips because of how hot it was. But yeah, the, the heat will stay with you for about ten minutes, and you don't get like the chili pepper flavor. Okay. Uh, so it's just the strict, just the heat. the heat. Wow. Just the heat. Uh, so now, do you feel like you've had any challenges as a female in the male-dominated brewing era world? <laughs> uh, not so many challenges. Is more of. Um, like the, the brew club itself has been great like they've opened you know embraced me with open arms but when you start to talk to people that are outside kind of the craft mm -hmm. brewing mm -hmm. um, themselves they give you like weird or at least me they give me weird looks or like why are you brewing you're a girl you know shouldn't that really be a guy thing and I haven't experienced it too much mm -hmm. but I have just gotten those you know sexist kind of things and you're like whatever and like brewing is for everybody I, I find it so ironic. I was uh, talking to um, the brewer at Castle Church, the assistant brewer there, and she was like, you know, women started brewing first. Yeah. Uh, we were doing it before men. Way before. So it's, it's 
it's been so refreshing to meet so many different brewers who are using that creativity and putting their heart and soul into their brews that just it, it it's it's been a fun journey to be able to talk to everybody um yeah so do you have if you had a brewery <laughs> what would you call it so i'm actually trying to open a brewery oh, nice. We're in the very beginning stages with a couple of uh, the guys from my brew club uh-huh. um will and trevor and the name that we kind of settled on was zero hour uh, and the meaning behind it is that's where everything like pops off is like right at that zero hour nice. That's where like decisions have to be made and then everything just starts going and so we're like, you know It fits us and it fits kind of our styles like we just make the decisions right away and then bam Let's go. Let's brew like we don't really want to plan out too much We want it to be very organic and just kind of yeah. happen all it you know, whenever we want it to happen Yeah, um, but yeah zero hour so for anybody listening that wants to start brewing, especially if they're female brewers, what would your one big piece of advice be? Join a brew club. Um, that's where you're going to find the most information, resources, and help. Um, you can do a lot of research on your own, um, but having a brew club and having that community really helps you to actually get brewing. Like when I first got into it, I had purchased all my equipment, and then I sat on my equipment for two months just afraid to do my first brew I was just like I'm not ready to brew I need to joining with that brew club you know all those guys were Mm -hmm. like just do it just brew it's okay ask us questions you know but but just brew and when I finally just did the first brew I realized there was nothing to be scared about Mm -hmm. and just having that community again of support was so helpful that is awesome that you could find a, a like a supportive environment to, to foster that. That's yeah. really cool. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else? Uh, I think I think those are the main questions. Is there anything that you think that we should know about you as a female brewer <laughs> that we don't already know? Um, uh, mm, I'm very particular uh, with like doing my water. Um, I get I get really freaky about my water Uh, and one of our friends that's here joining us right now Matt uh, he's the water guy and after he did a lesson at the brew club meeting like that got me really like not to freak out about water so I would spend literally three or four hours looking at a water profile looking at this other water profile like should I change you know the the milligrams here should I change a gram it was yeah so if, if I don't understand something or I don't have like that initial like somebody that I could go to, I'll try to take it on myself and then I'll get overthinking on it, like way too involved and make it more complicated than it really does need to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, water, water is the essence of all beers that it's like if you're in a skunky part of town that has horrible well water you're gonna be you're gonna be fighting those flavors just trying to get any kind of of beer to make sense or taste good yeah so yeah well thank you so much for joining me missy and um is there anywhere that they can what can i ask a question you can ask i was your first um best of show in or out of state uh, my first best of show was in state. In state? Okay, yeah. what was that like? Because I have never, I've gotten an opportunity once to get in a best of show and didn't win any medal. What was your, what was the, I need, I want a firsthand account of winning a best of show. So, it was literally a surprise. Uh-huh. Uh, to me, like I said, for me, I, I enter competitions more for the feedback part of it to try and make my beer 
better and then the yes. metals are just yes. nice but uh, it was a total surprise uh, saw my name pop up there and it was like shock oh my goodness and then immediate jumping up and down clapping <laughs> going that's me look at me up there oh my god and i mean the excitement i felt like i still feel that to this day if i get it's, a bronze if I, I like i still have that reaction yeah uh, and i can't help that reaction like it's i don't want to be all you know over geeky and fangirl but i love i love getting that right. medal well, you don't that. want it to get old either so no. it's like what the kind of lessens the chase of getting that medal. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry to mean that. No, it's okay. <laughs> you can be an honorary girl <laughs> for this recording. You can be an honorary girl. <laughs> but, but another thing, oh, I do want to add another thing about me. So I am a very competitive person, just internally competitive. And most people don't know I'm competing against them, <laughs> but I am competing against them. So like during a Florida circuit, uh, to me, I want to be the number one girl in Florida. Like, I want to be the top girl brewer. I want all the other girls, obviously, to, you know, have that success, too. But I want to be the top brewer. So there was, uh, you know, my first year of competition, Mary. And uh, she was just winning medal after medal. I was like, man, she's such an inspiration. But I have to beat her. <laughs> and I'm like, she doesn't even know I'm now competing against her. But I'm competing against her. <laughs> So yeah, that's another thing is I'm a very like competitive person, but internally with myself competitive. Well, but that's gonna that's gonna help, especially in when you when you have a brewery. I think one of the things that um, in just being around the Central Florida area and just checking out, well, and actually South Florida checking those out, um, is that the breweries that I enjoy the most and that I've heard the best feedback about are the breweries that challenge themselves constantly, that are constantly putting themselves to the next level and trying new flavors and trying new things. They might not all be successful, but at some point the spaghetti's gonna stick to the wall and you're gonna find a niche for that beer. Or, or you may train people's palates. You may have yeah. a, a way to actually influence rather than just reflect the needs of them. So that's that's really cool. And I'm excited about the, <laughs> the idea of I, I won't be there at zero hour. I won't be there. <laughs> Well, thank you again, Missy, for sitting down. And, and we're going to enjoy our, our the rest of our beers over here at Sanford Brewing. And as always, ladies, don't fear the beer. <laughs>